to Sugar Coated. I'm your host, Adrian Garland, the CEO and founder of She Leads Media. For far too long, women have been conditioned to sugarcoat their words, their actions, and the way they show up in the world, and to conform to certain cultural norms and ideals. This is inherently designed to keep those who are outside of the norm from gaining power, prestige, wealth, and influence, preventing more women from being recognized and respected as the powerful leaders that we truly are. Join me each week as we dive into raw conversations with remarkable, uncompromising, and inspirational women that will encourage you to strip away your sugar coating and move boldly in the direction of your magnificent dreams. This episode is brought to you by She Leads Live. It's the conference for women entrepreneurs and leaders taking place in New York City on November 10th and 11th, 2022. We cannot wait to see you there. We're coming back after a couple of years taking off and we cannot wait to share our thoughts, our ideas and network with all of you live in New York City. So go out and get your tickets today. You can go to sheleadsmedia.com and look for She Leads Live 2022, or you can go over to Eventbrite where the tickets are sold. Just search She Leads Media and look for She Leads Live 2022. See you then. Hello, and welcome to the Sugar Coated Podcast. I am so excited today to welcome my guest to you all. Her name is Jamie Nolan, and she's the CEO of Las Comadres, and she's also a life and business coach, and she lives in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I love Miami. Welcome to Sugar Coated Jamie. I'm so excited for you to be here today. Thank you for having me. You know, it's, it's always good to be in Miami, like this time of year and maybe well into the winter, but you know, we, we just yes. got out of the worst part. So we're happy. Yes, yes, yes. And you, uh, Miami wasn't as affected as the, as uh, sort of Naples, Fort Myers area. So that's so, so great. Yeah. So wonderful. So I am just thrilled to have you on the show today. You're doing such amazing things for women entrepreneurs, not only in the Miami area, but also all over the country and all over the world, right? Yeah. So you and I met through my wonderful staff member, Yuri Chusu, who is a member of Las Comadres. And she just was telling me that you are amazing. And so you and I have spoken a couple of times, and I agree with her. You are kind of amazing. You're also from the the Northeast, which I think is why we have connected uh, so well. But I just kind of want to dive right in uh, and have a conversation with you about your business, your story, and then talk a little bit about what you observe through all of the work that you do with your group and with the women that you coach. Yeah. Where, where would you like me to start? Let's, let's go back. I mean, Jamie, uh, you know, how did you sort of formulate this group? Why did this group come to be? So the uh, Las Comadres came because my my original business partner, um, Gabby Guzman, had, was running masterminds. So she was a business coach. She was running masterminds. I happened to be in one of the masterminds and 
It was these like really incredible women with very soulful businesses. They were not coming to business because they wanted to make like $10 million. They came to business because they had like a gift and they just wanted to share it with the world. And so she would have these parties every quarter with everybody that had ever done her mastermind. So they just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And one day all of us sat her down and told her that she already had a community and she needed to start this. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's a lot of work to have a community. I know all, like that it's a lot of work. I'm not going to do it. And then eight of us were like, we'll help you. Like mm-hmm. we will help you. You can form it as a business and we will help you do all the things. And we all had things that we wanted to share and do in that. And that's how it was born. It was an in-person community in Miami with people that had very soulful businesses. And it grew super fast. Like in the first, she like sent out the first email um, or originally there was 50 members in like the next like three months, there was a hundred members. And it really was this thing of like, it was sort of underground and quiet and like all the, everybody that was like really like into this kind of business was like, no, no, you got to come bring their Mm. next person, bring their next person. And that's the idea behind commodities. Like word means like, it's what godmothers call each other in Latin Mm. America, right? Mm. So it is, or I guess in Spanish in general, but it's like, it's not like what you call your godmother. It is what you, the godmothers call each other. So it's like who you trust with your most important thing. Mm. So who you trust with your business, who you trust with your personal growth, who you trust with your life, really, you know, it started off as like who you trust with your children, but like it is that what is your most important thing and who Mm. do you trust with it? In 2020, we had a really fabulous plan on how we were going to franchise it and we were going to grow the business and do all these things. Me and her became business partners somewhere between like 2019 and 2020. And we were like, let's just like create what we've created in Miami all over. And then the pandemic happened and we were, we all, we had already moved online. So we had like a quicker transition than a lot of other groups. And without Las Comadres, so many women have told us like their business wouldn't have survived. Because mm. we were really like, okay, how do you transition online? How do you transition what you do into something that's slightly different? How do you still make money when people aren't really spending that much money? How, if you're a service provider, do you do these things? And like, what do you need to just get through to the next part? And so we opened it up. We had a lot of members that had moved from Miami mm-hmm. come back because it was now online. So now we have members all over the world. We have members in New York and Spain. We have a bunch of nomads that join us, Mexico, Texas. So it's been this very interesting like growth for ourselves to see how something could evolve. And then, you know, like what we've done with it, because it is all just a like great experiment. Right. And, you know, see like, and to be really real about like, sometimes you need a lot of celebration for like all the amazing things happening in your business. And sometimes you need a place to be like, I don't understand why this doesn't work. And I am like devastated by this, you know, launch that I got one person to sign up for. Right. And like, both all are true, like, and can happen in the same day when you're an entrepreneur. Oh my God. (laughs) You're so right. So are you now running the business on your own? Do you still have your partner? So in 2021, I bought her halfway out. Um, She wanted to do some other things and write a book. And then 
In 2022, I bought her completely out and brought on another business partner, uh, Lona Pamplona, so that we could continue doing what we're doing. She, Gabby's still a part of our community and does a lot of stuff. She'll always be our founder, but she um, is in the middle of writing a book and changed kind of her business model a lot and wanted to like kind of hand the baby over. So yeah. the godmothers have taken it. Yeah. No, I, I think that I love what you said about how this is, you know, one great big experiment. I, I think that as women specifically, we get very wrapped up in what it is that we started and that that thing, how we envisioned it, didn't maybe become as successful as we wanted it to be. But we need to sort of let go of that notion that what we started with is what we end up with. And I think that women can do a lot of work around just kind of leaning in to the process of constant evolution. Oh, completely. And I think that the the piece of the evolution is like, that's usually where the fun is, right? Like, usually you start your business because you're like, I want to create something really cool. Like, I want to create something that there's like, I usually women create businesses where there's a lack for them. Like they're like, I need community. I'm going to start a community. I need this. I'm going to do this. Right. And so like, if you get stuck on the idea of like, it's never going to be anything other than like the one thing that you thought it was going to be like, that's not really real on like who humans are. Right. right? Like we're always evolving. Like I don't want to be the person I was when I was 22. That person was crazy. Right. And like, I don't, (laughs) she would get my 46 year old self killed. Like, and she was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my God. I feel that. Like that's right. And so you, you need, everyone needs to evolve. Like that's the point of being on this planet. Right. Is to like, keep evolving, keep learning, keep doing new things. And those things should light you up. Right. Yeah. The idea that you're going to hold your business back because you're like, oh, well, the original plan was this. It feels like it was like, OK, well, you can only go to like ninth grade and then you can't learn anything else. Right. Right. That's not having a growth mindset. It's not, <laughs> not having a growth, growth mindset. <laughs> not at all. So the women that are in the group today, you said that many of them have these very spiritual based businesses. What are some of the challenges that they're sort of coming to you with now? It's very different than, you know, during the pandemic, they got through it. That's amazing. But there's a whole other set of challenges now that are, you know, coming to the, the, into the fray, right? With recession and, and just, you know, just entrepreneurship in general. Plus, you know, there are so many things that are happening in the in the United States in particular that are just, it, it's like a humongous step backwards. I think that most of the women in my community, especially, are really in that space of like, how can we go forward? It's yeah. like, like, they're just not like, Mm-hmm. You know, they, they are the ones that are like, oh, no, 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 we're not going backwards. <laughs> and No way. <laughs> hell space, no. <laughs> hell no. We're not heading there. That's just not where we're going. And so it's like been this very, it has been really interesting because there's been a lot of people that have been like, okay, the business I was running, I don't, I no longer want to run. I want to run something mm. different. I need to step mm. into this new space. I yeah. think that one of the things that has happened either because of the pandemic, because of the state of the union, because of all these different pieces is like, I need to be truer to myself. 
I need to stay in full alignment of myself because like, I can't watch things fall apart. I can't, I can no longer pretend that it's okay. A lot of them are stepping into a lot more of their power, which I like love and adore. And so it's like being able to witness that stepping into their power, that being able to witness, like, I'm going to have to charge more Mm-hmm. So that I can live the life that like I deserve to be living. I need to like, I need to move from like, I'm a massage therapist to I'm a healer, right? Like, you know, mm. the, the, what they're doing probably doesn't even change. They've been doing the healing work all along, but they're ready to like claim their truth. And in that, it gives permission to others for that others to claim theirs, right? Like yeah. if you are around people that are claiming their truth all the time, then you almost can't deny your own, right? You have to step up into it. And I think that that space of where are we going from here? It's like, all right, we've hit some bottoms here. Like we've, we've hit the bottom. All right. Well, where are we going? Like, I don't want to rebuild what I had. No, I don't want to rebuild where we were. Like that doesn't Mm -hmm. seem like a great idea. That wasn't working. So like, okay, if you're going to hit the bottom, what are you rebuilding? And what are you rebuilding in that way that feels really, really good and is moving forward in bigger leaps. I'm not going to go back to that. I can't, I can't go back to containing myself. I don't want to. I have no desire. Do you, do you find that women, I, I really like the example that you gave, uh, you know, someone who calls themselves a massage therapist moving into this larger idea of I'm a healer, which mm-hmm. opens the umbrella for them to do many different things and bring in other people into their world as well. So it's not just singular anymore. If, if you're a healer, there's, you know, m- many different people that can learn from and grow from and all of that, which is great. Do you, do you find that women are coming to you saying, I, you know, I want to start something new. I want to pivot. It needs to be different. Are they getting to that place of I'm a healer on their own? Or do you think that they need help of, you know, a community to kind of understand what that means? Or it, are they, are, are di- did they have the revelation, I'm no longer a massage therapist, I'm a healer, now I don't know what to do? Like where, where are they sort of needing the help? I think a lot of times the help is not, it's like they have the realization, it's like saying it out into the world, right? Yeah. Like to get your story fully across of like, I became a massage therapist because of this. And like that has led me to this and seeing people and these traumas. And then I've taken these courses and done these things. And like, but it's like the idea of like, okay, well, I'm going to like really, really like be centered on myself. And then like to say it out loud is probably the scariest part, right? Yeah. You know, you can say it to maybe your client, right? Like, mm-hmm. but only after they've been your clients or something like that. Like, or maybe you're saying it to the people that you like learn the things with, right? Okay. I can, I can admit it there, but sometimes it's like getting it out into the world is Mm. the part that's so scary. And as humans, we're not meant to do this alone. Community is in our soul. Like that is how we are supposed to live. We are supposed to live in community. Nobody can do everything. It's not actually possible. So it's like, all right, Do you need to find your community? You know, like sometimes that's your actual neighbors, right? Sometimes that's your church group. Sometimes that's your synagogue. Sometimes that's your, you know, yoga. Like sometimes that's your, you know, the moms that you met when your kids were in preschool. Like it doesn't, it's not always like 
one like thing. One thing. And you need people with different expertise. Yeah. We have people in our community that have built multi-million dollar businesses. And we have people in our community that are like, I don't know how to change my prices from five years ago. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> always learning from the other, which is the part that I always find so interesting is like, oh, what does one person have to, everyone always has something to offer. One person always has something to offer another person. And are you willing to listen to that space and to be in it and to receive it too, right? I think always the interesting part is there's a lot, there's a lot of women that are really ready to give and give mm. and give. And then when they, when it's their turn to receive, they're like, oh God, no, that's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, are, you know, being in a space that, that giving is also part of it is the receiving is a thing that I think can only accelerate you. I think it is the thing that can like really take you to the space of like, okay, I can do that. I might be terrified. I might be like ready to throw up. I might need a few deep breaths, but like, I know that these people either have a done it or B are like ready to like make sure I don't die. Yeah. And that's all you need. Yeah, no, that, that, yeah, you're right. That is all that you need. It, I'm, I'm just kind of thinking back on some of the mastermind groups that I have been a part of in the past. And, you know, of course I got something out of them. Of course I, I, I formed relationships with people that I really like, but I often found myself giving the advice, you know, all the time. And the advice that I got back, I didn't, it didn't fit, you know, it didn't. So to me, that the mastermind process was frustrating, because I didn't go into it to, to give, I I did go into it to sort of get, and I'm very open to receiving input and advice, but it has to like, it also has to hit right, right? So it's like, you can you can get all the advice that you want in in the world but if it's if it's not sort of in alignment with with what it is that you where you want to go then it can be incredibly frustrating so i guess for people who are in a community that are those like givers 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 what do you suggest that they do so that they can get sort of the best advice for themselves I think a lot of times it's like knowing what you need, right? It's like really asking the question that is, because probably the person you're asking it to might not have the answer, right? But they, but people really do want to help. And so they'll usually find either A, someone else or B, some resource that will be able to, to deliver it to you. But if your question isn't clear, then a lot of times people are giving you answers that are also unclear. Yeah. Anytime I'm asking a question and all I'm getting back is confusion, I'm like, my question is confusing. (laughs) (laughs) And so then it's like, if that's the case, sometimes it is like actually saying like, these are the things I've already done. And this is what I'm like, I need to expand into this. And you know, what is, and sometimes it's asking people what their experience of you is, right? Like I find a lot of times when I'm saying, oh yeah, I don't really, I don't know how to do this thing and whatever, whatever. And people are like, but you're so good at, and I'm like, I don't, I I know what I'm good at, dude. Like, I don't know how to do this. Does anyone know how, you know? And then it's like question, if you can turn the question into more direct and more clear, I find is the way to get to an answer. And then also giving other people feedback when they give you something that's like, 
all right, that was like a surfacey whatever answer. Because a lot of times that's what it is. It's like yeah. someone, you ask a question and you feel like you're bearing your soul and they give you back like the surface, like I could have found that on Instagram answer. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't need a motivational quote. I need like a like actual <laughs> plan. Strategy. <laughs> Strategy. And so then it's like asking the deeper question. It is that space of like, thank you. <laughs> I understand that. But can you tell me like what you would do in actual steps or like, you know, those kinds of answers? Or do you know someone that can? Yeah. Right? A lot of times when people don't know, they don't know to say they don't know. Yeah. And if you open up that space for them to be like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. And you can get a little bit clearer to the space of, I don't know, but I really do want to help you. Yeah. I really like that. I, and I, I think that, you know, it's so hard as you move through your life and as you move through your business and as your business changes, there are different communities and, and, you know, groups and all of that, that you can, you know, move in and out of. And sometimes those groups are super helpful and other times they're, they're not. I I know that there's so many different communities that are out there. And so how would you recommend someone go about finding one of these communities without going crazy because there are so many that are out there. I think a lot of it is asking other people. So yeah. if you know somebody in a community, like you know somebody that you're like, oh, their business is doing what I would like my business to do, or their personal development is doing what I would like to be doing, ask them what they're doing. I mean, that's the first step. Other thing is is like, you know, see who is doing what, right? If you're like following someone on Instagram and every single time they say something, you're like, yes, that's helpful. Like go down the rabbit hole, see what they do. Like see, ask some questions. And, you know, it might be that they are some like ridiculously outpriced coach, but you notice that they got their coaching certification from this. Oh, okay. They seem to participate in this. Okay. I'm looking for that kind of thing. Yeah. And community wise, seeing really like understanding what you want. We have some members of our group that they're not there for business. They're there for soul development. They are there for like friendship. They don't even want to talk about their business. And and they're they're very helpful in mentorship towards people that are there for like just business development. And like, I don't know how to do these things. Can someone help me? And so it's interesting to be able to know what you're searching for, right? If you're like, oh, my super successful friend is in this like CEO group. And you're like, I want to be with people that we're going to talk about their feelings. Like that CEO group might not be for you. Right. But if you're like, your friend is like, oh yeah, I have this group, but like, it's all about feelings and whatever. And you're like, no dude, I just want like boss work. Yeah. You got to go towards the right thing. I, yeah. For me, it's always, I have to try stuff out. Like I have to go to like one, two things to be able to be like, do I like these people? Like, it's always the people for me. Like, I'm like, oh, I need to know, like, who are the people? Are the people in the room my people? Am I going to, I mean, up until like three weeks ago, my hair was pink. Am I going to walk in the room with my pink hair and people will be like, what is that situation? Or you're going to be like, oh my God, I love your hair, right? Like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'm totally fine with it. But I don't want to walk into a group that everybody is like super subdued. Yeah, It's not my people, right? I want to 
you know, am I going to seem way too witchy for some? Yeah, I am. I know. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, I know that I have done way more soul development than most people. I have done every weird thing out there. Do you need to do all those things that I do? No. Do you like, but if that is slightly interesting to you, is that maybe a good fit? Maybe. Yeah. For me, it's always like, what do they stand for? You know, whatever, you know, what are those things? And then also like, go see if you go and it's, you know, like if it's in person and you go and like the vibe is not something that you want to do, it's just not for you. Not yeah. being bad or anything like that, but it's just like, oh, okay, this doesn't match. Yeah. I, yeah. It, it's match is like, that's like that feeling of like, oh, belongingness. And like, when you're in that space, you're like, I can show up. I love that half of our community shows up, camera on, and they're like, hey, towel on their head, you know, whatever. <laughs> their camera goes off, and then they come back, and they're like, totally done, because they've been like, listening to us while they get ready, right? Yeah. Like, great. I, we've had many a person, in, if we have a nighttime thing, in their pajamas, drinking a glass of wine. Great. You don't have to be dressed. Like, I don't yeah. care. You know, if you don't, I don't really want you naked on camera. But other than that, like, do what you do. It's fine. And, <laughs> yeah. And so like, but you want to have a place that you know, you don't have to like, show up totally. And or maybe you do. Professional. Maybe that's yeah. Right. Maybe you want to be in professional mode when I'm in professional mode and then step outside of it. Then if that's what you want, find those people. Yeah. Clarity, I think is your, you know, my answer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it is clarity and, and doing that taking that step back and doing that work and really getting to know yourself. I mean, you know, over time, you get to know who you are more and more. But I think with society and the messages and social media and everything, sometimes it's difficult to almost accept, you know, who you are. I know for me, as I've gotten older, I've accepted, you know, who I am more and more. And so that is going to allow me to align with people that are similar to, to me that can also, you know, that are ahead of me that I can, I can learn from. And I'm actually looking for, you know, what is that group? What is that community? I have the She Leads community myself. And I think, well, that's a perfect opportunity for me to actually create something that is, is entirely what I want. It's, it's mine. It's, it's my clay to shape and, and mold. And it's, like you said before, maybe stepping into the fact that that is something that is available to me to mold and shape. Whereas I, in the past, felt that it was more of a reflection of the people that were kind of coming across the, the transom, right? Like just do whatever they want. But that's not really, I don't think that that's as powerful as it could be just kind of taking what comes your way instead of really curating what it is that that you want it to be. Definitely. Yeah. So just even for me, um, I think that that's, uh, I'm taking away a lot of that from our conversation right now, stepping into the power that is inherent in what she leads media is and really molding and shaping it for the future. I was also just really curious about, you know, you, you, you have this community. It's amazing. First of all, how can people get involved? And then like, what is 
what's the future for Las Comadres? What do you see as the future for Las Comadres? So Las Comadres is a membership community. It's like you pay monthly or you pay yearly. It's super easy to join. Um, and it is, you know, we are for all self-identifying women. And what we do is soul development and entrepreneurship. Like that's mm. what we do. And mm. so if that's like an interesting thing, I would love, and I'm always happy to have like any conversation with anybody that's thinking about joining or any of those things. And the future for us is, is like, I just want everyone in our community to succeed. Like that's yeah. like my biggest goal. I mean, that is, that is a nice way of saying it. Like the way I normally say it is like, I just want everybody to make money. Like I'm like, how yeah. do you do what you love and like get paid for it? How yeah. do you do what you love and like make those decisions in that direction that really like open you up so that you're living your fullest life? Not mine. My yeah. dreams and goals are totally different than most people. So it's like, okay, like what do you want to do and how do you want to do it? And for us, it's like, we are opening up a learning platform so that we want our members to be able to have a place to put their courses, put their, you know, put all of their stuff and be able to sell it. Mm. And not just to the community, but to, you know, anyone outside, wherever. We have, you know, some conferences and some retreats and things like that, where we want people to come in and be able to, you know, really develop themselves as well as their businesses and mm. you know what that means to like take care of yourself and who mm. can you can you be something you know other than just your business like who is your full self mm. and what does that look like i mean for me i'm always like go big like let's do everything whatever and then you know the minutia of life like happens and i'm like and my my uh, obm is always like you got to slow down just a little yeah. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, 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 okay, whatever, we'll slow down. Um, but it is that idea of like, okay, what is the growth that we want to have happening? We have a coaching tier in Comadres that me and my business partner Alona coach. So it's like, how do you like get the most impact? How do you like really take what people are doing and like allow them to see themselves? I mean, that's usually mm. what it is. People are usually like, I don't want to see myself. Yeah, I'm just going to do this thing that these like seven things told me to do and make this thing happen. And, you know, I'll follow this plan. And then it's like, okay, but do you believe in that? Yeah, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, you're not going to yeah. keep writing an email newsletter if you hate writing email newsletters. You're not. Yeah. So yeah, choose what is in alignment with you. Yeah. And there are so many different marketing tactics out there that you can use. You don't have to do anything, which is, I think, a very empowering type of message. You know, I was listening to uh, another podcast the other day, Eleanor Beaton, Power Presence Position. Um, she's amazing. I, I was uh, a client of, yeah, a coaching client of hers a couple years ago. Um, and she also spoke at my conference. She's just a wonderful human being. Shout out, Eleanor. But she was saying on a podcast episode the other day that, you know, she has a program and there's certain steps within it. And I, I, I think she was saying that she either used to sort of teach like these certain steps in order to get, you know, this outcome, whatever it is, and that she really has been shifting her approach lately and customizing things so much more. So it's still having, you know, the bones and the structure of the thing so that you can move through like scaffolding, but it's it's more about getting personal. And I was so relieved to hear her talk about that because 
for me in in my business, I've always really customized things and felt very lacking that I didn't have this five-step plan or the the 10 things to do and da-da-da-da-da. And like people have these systems and they, you know, hold them up as if you only implement exactly what I say in this order, that is the only way to success. And then what happens with that is we're human beings. We all do things, see things, learn things differently. And so if we don't, you know, do step three properly, we then internalize that and and say, oh my God, I didn't follow the system. I'm a loser. I'm a failure. I'm never going to succeed. And then instead of blaming the system not working for us, we blame ourselves and then we shut down and then we can't see the possibilities. And I was just so happy to, to kind of like hear that shift. And I just pray that, you know, this online digital marketing world goes goes in a new direction so that it it we stop all following the same goddamn 10 steps because it doesn't work for everybody. No, and it, it really, I mean number one it really doesn't work. No. Only, I mean if you go back and like hey, you know, like let's say a thousand people bought the thing or maybe it was even free and they sure. did the thing. 10% it worked for? Probably not yeah. even that much. Maybe oh, 5? Right. And so then like, are you in that space of like, I can't do this because I couldn't do that? Or do I only believe it's possible because this person said that I have to do it this way? Yeah. You know, that mentality. I mean, I started in health and wellness. I was a personal trainer first, then I was a health coach. If you want to go with a place that's like, if you just follow these steps, it's like that never works. No. At all. Like I can have the same client do the exact same, like two clients. Same, yeah. whatever, general demographic, you know, yep. that thing, they're never going to have the same results. And so like, mm. I very quickly moved out of that. I was like, you got to figure out what works for you. Like there, yeah. there are markers. There's always things you can run tests. You can do things. If you're not doing, you know, something that's like, all right, you know, you might need this, but like, it's not, I ran a full coaching site. I mean, a full coaching, well-paid, made a ton of money, like all the way successful without a website or a newsletter for five years. Yeah, it's amazing. And then I was like, does anybody ever go to the website? I don't like, maybe I'll make one, right? (laughs) Because, you know, if you're going to work with me, you're probably going to work with me because you think that I'm kind of entertaining, right? Like you're going to work with me because you're like, uh, she asked me hard questions. And most of it is a very personal relationship. But it took me a while to figure. I I was like, I don't I don't have an email list. I don't right. want to do it again. I was like, I had a list of people over here. It wasn't like well done, you know. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, okay. I've been successful in this way. Could I be more successful if I did this thing? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. You know, like, do I need a website? Yeah, for some stuff, right? Do I worry about my website more for Las Comadres? Yes, because people find us online and they go on it. Do I worry about it for my coaching practice? Not really. Most people hear me talk and they're like, I want to talk to you. Yeah. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Understanding what your gifts are and then hiring the rest. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I love that advice. Talk about that. I mean, for me, like, I don't like to write. Mm -hmm. I'm terrible at it. I was a terrible student. I have a lot of 
student trauma over here of like, I have three learning disabilities. It's not my thing mm-hmm. at all. The only reason I ever like probably finished high school and college was because of sports. That was it. And I was <laughs> like, very like, I don't want to do this. And it held me back for a while. I mean, I was a personal trainer to start. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to follow that path for a while. But then it was like, oh, I want to switch into coaching. And it's physical, you know, is a little, gotten a little old after a while. And I was in that space of like, oh, well, I'll never be taken seriously because I don't want to write these things. And it's like, Mm -hmm. it's not really true. (laughs) One, two, many people that love to write and they would love to get paid to write. Yeah. So if they would love to get paid to write and I don't want to do it, why don't I just hire them? And it frees up so much time and space in my brain. I think Mm -hmm. that that is the part that people like totally discount. They're like, oh, if I'm going to spend the money on this, it means you're no longer thinking about it. Yeah. That gap is so huge to me. It's like the best thing you can do. If you're like, I don't want to design stuff in Canva then hire someone. (laughs) I don't want to make my social media posts. Then don't. But also be really clear on like what you're going to do with that time gained, right? Oh, because if if it is something you don't want to do, it's taking you at least twice as long as somebody else, maybe four or five times as long. I can hand stuff to my OBM. I want to make all the events. We run our community and Mighty Networks, right? You have to make all the events. A lot of them repeat, whatever, whatever. You just don't want to do it. Of action, I'm so bad at like making the writing the words and then making sure that the time is correct on the right date. There's so many mistakes, I just don't see them. Right. So I still need someone to check it anyway. Why would I do it? Like, yeah. <laughs> this is not my zone of genius in any way. And so, like, can you mm. give? Can, can you? My OBM used to be a air traffic controller. She can land all the planes. Wow, that is great. She can land all the planes. She yeah. decided that she needed a business that she could be home with her kids and like run a business and, you know, be able to mom all the things. Her oldest son has diabetes. And she was like, I see all the, she can see the stuff before it's happening. Yeah. And it's so good at like, these are the organizational tasks and this is how you get them done. And blah, 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 blah. that is not my zone of genius. Yeah. I'm terrible at that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, okay. She takes the big, huge ideas that I always have and she's like, let's break them down. And then she also tells me what's realistic. Like, yeah. you have 19 things this month. You cannot do one more thing. And I'm like, but it's so cool. <laughs> she's like, right. Cool, right. But cool doesn't that. always yeah. uh, translate into like what you should be doing. And I, what, what, one of the things that I, I really like about what you're saying is that, you know, it, it really goes back to knowing yourself like you're talking about knowing your zone of genius and then getting help for everything else. As women, we often are put upon to do everything, right? We're expected to do everything. And we're also expected not to hire out to do the things that we should be doing. And that that goes for everything in your home, from doing your laundry and cleaning and cooking and all of that. I mean, I think that a really big leap for so many women is to just start there. Start hiring out help for your household so that you can almost learn how to do that in your business. That is a humongous time waster. Yeah, one of my like absolute, I'm sorry, I just totally interrupted you, but my absolute like favorite things to do is like, 
everybody is sort of in that like in between when you're like starting to be more successful, which means you're more busy, yeah. but not quite earning enough money that you can do that yet is making the list, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times if you just find out how much some of that stuff costs, you're like, oh, that is not worth my time. Right. It's an easy decision. Such an easy decision. Okay. How much does it cost to like wash a family of five's laundry for a week? Like, I, I don't know. Like, go yeah. look it up. Right. It's like, oh, if, if that's like an under $50 thing, that might be the thing that's like, that's what's going first. Yeah. Right. Oh, I hand them a bunch of dirty laundry. They hand me back nicely folded laundry and it goes nicely in my drawers. Fabulous. Right. Yeah, that's oh, how many hours person. worth of yeah, saving of time. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, having someone cook for you. Like I know so many people that are like, I hate to cook. And they're like, but I I feel like I have to have meals for my family. And it's like, all right, there's like a million meal delivery service. Like, you know, that's societal. The, 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 I feel like I have to, and that's, that's some of the stuff that we need to let go of. And that that's the work. I think those lists start to, you start to realize what you hate the most. Yeah. Because you don't want to hate that. You're like, oh, I want to take care of. No, you don't. You, no. That, that's not taking, like, and then make the list of things that you still want to do. Because then you can see, oh, this is how I feel like I am taking care of myself. This is how I feel like I am taking care of my family. This is how I feel like I am taking care of my friends, right? Yeah. And in that, I this is how I'm taking care of my community. Because it's like, those are the things that are important. Yeah. And then you're like, going to the grocery store might not be on that list. No, Doing it's not. Country <laughs> might not be on that list. And sometimes no. you have to, but like, right. you're like, okay, like where are the dollars going? Helps you also like think like, oh, that would be one more client. Oh, that would be this kind of sale. Oh, that would be, because when you can think of it in those little like, oh, that's the piece, the little tiny like shift of, mm-hmm. you know, oh, that's a, you know, $200 problem versus like the laundry never ends. Like that's yeah. a always problem. You're like, is it a $200 problem? Like I can make the money to solve a $200 problem. That's easy. Right. Yeah. But like the thought of like, they wear clothes every single day and they're always dirty. Like that seems like monumental and I can't get past it. Yeah. Well, I, I think that you have given incredible advice on so many really big areas for women entrepreneurs everywhere. And I know that that's super important to the Sugar Coated and the She Leads Media community. So thank you so much, Jamie. This has been incredible. I look forward to continuing our conversation and being in company with you. I have spoken to so many different members of your community and they're all just so incredibly wonderful. So you are absolutely doing something right. Thank you so much for being on the show today. And uh, just thank you. Thank you. I love talking to you anytime. All right. See you soon. The She Leads Podcast Network.